It's time to tailgate. No, we tailgate. Taking a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Congratulations to your Michigan Wolverines. They are your national champions. Beating Washington 34 to 13. Looked a little bit like last year's mismatch, not quite at the same level, but it did look like, uh, in my opinion, I liked Michigan because once they overcame, Ohio State was a big win, but once they got by Alabama, it felt like that was the game for that program after three years of trying to get to the mountaintop. Yep. And it was kind of like Georgia getting by Ohio State last year and then getting TCU. And you kind of felt like, even though by game time, people were like, TCU's got a shot. They got that offense. Kind of like they said is about Michael Is it true Fennick. that line went to two touchdowns? Somebody on last Twitter year? had it. No, tonight, uh, last night. No, no, it was five and a half. It went up. It, it went up. from four to four and a half to five to five and a half. But no, it did. I guess sharp money came in um, on Michigan. Michigan, which is why the number kept going to where it was. All right, uh, here's Jim Harbaugh after the game talking about, uh, I finally got to where some of these other guys are. I get to sit at the uh, the big person's table now. Uh, that that feels really good. Just uh, you know, to be to be the only coach in your own family that you know hasn't won a national t- title uh, or Super Bowl, the, the championship. Uh, yeah, that feels great personally. Did John John John, John won John won uh, Super Bowl with the Ravens? Bowl. Remember they when they met. I know why he says the only person is his family. dad. I guess his dad. Yep, his, da- his, his dad. dad. That was a nice moment. The dad, the mom, John that coming on the sidelines. I, I enjoyed all of that a lot. Um, he, it's he, a, let me just say something. Yeah. This is tainted. Sorry, Michigan fans. It's re- it's tainted because they were cheating. How do I know that? Because he literally suspended his own self for six games. Having said that. This team of young men were terrific. That J.J. McCarthy, Blake Corum, the whole kit and caboodle that bonded together. You know, adversity reveals who you are. And that was something special. They were the best team in college football, period. Blake Corum and J.J. McCarthy are great representatives of college football. Jim Harbaugh is a spectacular football mind. He went to Stanford and won. He won in the NFL at the highest level. Michigan was nowhere when he came in and built that program um, brick by brick. The year they just had, go Ohio State, Alabama, Washington to end the uh, year. Um, the, the, the three str- – I mean, he's just yeah. – he's a phenomenal coach. Yeah. I don't think he's coming he, – I think he's going to the NFL. Here he is asked about it. Very simple. He didn't exactly say, I'm headed back to Ann Arbor. And all those accomplishments in the big person's table – would you want to add winning a Super Bowl to that? I just want to enjoy this. I just want to enjoy this. Uh, and I hope you give me that, you know. <laughs> Can a guy have that? Does it, does it always have to be, you know, what's next? What's, what's the future? Um, you know, like I said the other day, yeah, I hope, I hope to have a future. Um, hope there's a tomorrow, a day after tomorrow, you know, a next week, a next month, a next year. He's a weird cat, Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. And he is, um, I think he's willing to do anything it takes to win. And I think he cheats a little. I think Belichick will do anything he can to win. I think he cheats a little. Doesn't mean they're not great football minds. Doesn't make them rootable either. But I think, you know, the guys, he, he is obsessed with football and obsessed with winning. Drew Butler's story yesterday, did he tell that on the air? When uh, 
a buddy has ran into Jim Harbaugh, and, and, and his buddy uh, had just gotten out of the game, and Jim Harbaugh asked him, do you love football? And he goes, yeah, I love football. He goes, well, you don't love it enough because you, you, you would only leave football because when you leave, then you'd go coach, and after you coach, you'd do this. And after, meaning like Whoa. he's obsessed. Like if you love football, that's all you think about. And right. I think that's what Jim Harbaugh's like. He's not coming to Atlanta under that management structure because let me tell you, there is no Terry Fontenot. There is no Rich McKay. There is nobody making decisions wherever Jim Harbaugh's about to I show agree. up. I agree. No, the alpha male in the room, and I don't blame him, but that's what I'm talking about in terms of if you are interviewing yourself for a job and you're looking at that of like, oh, dear, that's a hot mess up there. I'm going to just go elsewhere. It's like, it's like years ago, I think. I shouldn't say hot mess. That's disrespectful. What I'm saying is I don't like how that, that structure is set. That pyramid from who answers to who, but, I'm not comfortable with that. But, he, but here's the thing. Jim Harbaugh will look at Arthur Blank and say, uh, I, or whoever, like, I'm running the show. I'm running. I'm picking the groceries, as Arthur Blank tried to talk about yesterday, that he thinks the head coach should have that say. Anyway, you said it. The alpha male, wherever Jim Harbaugh ends up. Do you think for one second if the 49ers were, would have uh, fired their head coach and John Lynch isn't sitting there? I'm talking alpha male Howie, Ro- Howie Rosen in Philadelphia. Yeah, pick your GM. That is a bad A, and you tell me. I think, I think it's not every team, Sandra, but I think the real the alpha GMs are absolutely there picking coaches. The Falcons, they didn't let Thomas Dimitrov do it. They're not letting Terry. I mean, let's not pretend. I know there is a race element that it doesn't look good. I totally get two old white guys sitting there with Terry Fontenot supposedly in the building, but not there. And I've read. I thought it, they said he was at Flowery Branch they, handling things. I was like, what's going on at Flowery Branch? Well, Arthur said They're cleaning out lockers. What is there to do? So Arthur said he was in the building. And I, I'm saying I, I saw it on Twitter. I'm just going to tell you Thomas Dimitrov was treated pretty much the same way. There was a press release written about him on a day that they fired Mike Smith. That it was as masculating as anything I've seen. So it's consistent. And I don't, you know, I, I know the optics aren't good, but that's just the GM's not picking the coach. That's just how it is. I don't know that there's a Rich McKay in these other places. I don't either. Right? That's why the structure, I'm it's so fascinated fun. by it. All yeah. right, here's the head coach of Washington who uh, they had a hell of a year, Kalen DeBoer. When you see them have expectations and when you fall short like we did tonight, you're, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry that they couldn't realize a championship this year, you know, because they made the sacrifices, they made the commitments, you know, the goals that they had, the work supported it. And, um, you know, just tonight we couldn't get over the hump. If they played 10 times, uh, Michigan would win eight, seven, I think, um, you know, they're, they're better than Washington, but Washington's, that was an unbelievable year. Michael Penix was Unbe- a hero, a warrior. I, I couldn't even believe he was upright. He had a bad night at the office, but yep. I think he was hurt. The overthrows, the drops, but it was because Michigan was so physical. So You said it. We have 235 days, ladies and gentlemen, till opening weekend at Mercedes-Benz with Clemson and Georgia and kicking can, things off. Georgia is your odds-on favorite to win the national title as of this morning. Yeah, and Carson Beck, the favorite for the Heisman Trophy, too, One of, coming that's back. That's tremendous, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, listen, Georgia had a – Georgia held the title as – defending champs or as champions for a long, what is it, 800 days or mm-hmm. something crazy. So, um, And I think we all just have to take a deep breath and say, I don't want to hear, like, Georgia could have beat them last night. Florida State should have been. I, 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 it's I, over. Put a bow on it. It was fun. Yeah, if Georgia should have beat them, then Georgia should have beat Alabama. So, I mean, you know, whatever. Like, okay. Please stop making sense. 
We no. don't work that way around here. I mean, just, please, I love how people Georgia please. could beat Michigan. That okay. that's fascinating. But they're not so get in your the video. Field. Get in your video game and and match <laughs> yeah. them up. Yeah. And then go call your buddy and go, yeah. hey, we just beat you. I just played you. Uh, we just played Michigan. Boom. Congratulations. Listen, I have a lot of friends in town that are Michigan alum, and I love those people, and I'm happy for them. Just like I'll be happy. I for want to you. adopt that Blake Corum. I love that kid. Just like JJ I- McCarthy under center at Flowery Branch. Anybody? Anybody? He, he's not a first-round pick where they're picking. Maybe in the second round. Oh, that's right. They're picking really high again. Yes. Eighth. 